Eric and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode 174. Steve, how's it going? Uh, Derek, it's going well. I, I think we got a little surprise for everybody. We do. I think we have a shout out uh, in the beginning of the episode here, and it might go beyond the shout out. Do you want to kick it off with that? I would like to introduce for the first time in years. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably been years. Um, our friend, old roommate, old classmate, hot takes extraordinaire, conductor <laughs> of the Hot Train Express, Bobby Mundo. Welcome to the pod. Uh, hey, fellas. Thanks for having me. It's been, uh, <laughs> been a long time. I think this is my he, first, he, uh, first appearance since the unreleased John Wang uh, oh. Fast and the Furious t-shirt exchange episode. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe yeah, that's to the in- Patreon. Get access to that. <laughs> that one's in the vault. That one yeah, is that, in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> that was a subscribers only, I think, episode. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, first time in a while for Rob. Uh, Rob, what have you been up to? Give us a quick little. Uh, how's life been since the last time you were on the pod? Uh, wow, a lot has happened since last time I was on the <laughs> yeah. pod. Uh, let's see. Um, I went to business school. Then I lived in New York. Now I live in Boston. Currently, at my parents' house right now, visiting them for the week. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot has changed since my last pod appearance of, you know, five and a half years ago. Nice. That is a, stel- what? that's a stellar recap. That can't be true. Five, I think and, it's five true. and a half I years. Think I think that's right, dude. You guys never have me on the pod. <laughs> it's honestly scarier that it, that we've been doing it for longer than five and a half years. Yeah. That's, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> hey, man. True. Um, so there you go. So uh, Bobby Mundo will be joining us uh, for like the first half of the episode or so. Um, we got it potentially uh, making a cameo on a uh, special segment that we have been having mm-hmm. a couple of recurring instances of. So that'll be good. Um, yeah. Spe- specifically recruited for a segment. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. like targeted, targeted ads for, for, yeah, we uh, thought for this, this segment. This guy, we, we got just the guy for this one. <laughs> Uh, and just the guy and just the topic. So, uh, keep, keep that one right. ready for about middle of the episode here. Um, Steve, Rob, any, anything else you want to mention off the top here before we jump right in? No, no shout outs for me, Rob. I got nothing. Right, no shout outs. Nah, no shout outs. <laughs> Only shout outs are for right. you guys. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for letting me be a part of this. Absolutely. So save the takes and we'll get right into it with sports. The Monster Jam. All right, so sports. Uh, first segment, we got uh, baseball to talk about. Now, Steve, as far as I'm aware, I think there nope. is nothing happening in baseball, correct? There are yep, no notable storylines. No storylines. No teams um, that have come yeah. under, like nothing, no players nope, and scandals. No controversies, like, really. No, nothing. Truly nothing. Yep. Nothing going on in baseball, so we should probably move on because there's no baseball story. Right, even more so nothing with any teams you root for. I mean, like across the league, there's nothing, but I didn't no, take a close totally. look. But definitely with your team, there's nothing at all yep. to talk about. Is that correct? Totally. Rays are good. <laughs> no no drama, no controversy, just cruising, keeping our head just down. Cruising. No headlines. Yeah. Just just go over <laughs> the playoffs, staying out yeah, of the news, you know? no distractions in that clubhouse whatsoever. No distractions. Right. right. Um, perfect. So... Uh, with that said, uh, is there anything no. else with the Rays that you'd like to touch on? Uh, before okay, we- <laughs> so 
we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. I'll I'll let you guys talk first because it's upsetting mm-hmm. in multiple ways, uh, in the obvious way, but also it's like bad for the Rays to be in this kind of national spotlight. But uh, Wander Franco, uh, Wonderkind, uh, phenom, twenty two years old. Uh, highly touted, probably the most highly touted baseball prospects that I've ever known, truly. like For years and years and years, he was the number one prospect. Finally made it to the majors uh, about last year, year and a half. Was doing very well, tearing it up. uh, Signed a 10, 11-year, 100-plus million dollar contract. Was truly the future face of the Rays and possibly baseball. A 22-year-old superstar. Um, Huge I don't know what you call it, controversy, drama, uh, potential criminal activity, mm-hmm. uh, felony. Um, he was, we don't know all the facts, but the there was a, a Facebook post mid-game, actually, a game he was he was already sitting for, for rest reasons, um, a post basically alleging that he, from a 14-year-old girl showing pictures of him having an inappropriate relationship with a minor, a 14-year-old, which is absurd. Um, the the pictures are pretty damning. They're they're it's him with his arm around her and like kissing her on the cheek. Nothing that would be like holy moly, this is mind blowing. But the allegation is that there's in an inappropriate relationship. Obviously suspended. Obviously administrative leave. There's an investigation. Um, devastating for MLB for Rays fans especially uh so i've got plenty of takes i'm gonna try i'm not gonna say i'm gonna just stick to the main points which are bad 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 fire 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 cancel 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 yep um because otherwise i mean as a race fan i i yeah you, you every time well i'm talking a lot but every time you something bad happens to your team you want to spin it you're mm-hmm. like oh like Maybe this, maybe that. Like, there's got to be some glimmer of hope, and I can't do it on this one. I just got to let it right. go. So, I hate it, yeah. and I need to know what outsiders think. Does everyone hate the Rays? Uh, so, uh, I'll go first. Uh, I don't, this doesn't, re- so it might be good for you in this sense that it doesn't reflect to me on the Rays. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't extrapolate any of this to the Rays. Like, like, right, the Rays put him on leave. Like, the Rays haven't, the Rays have responded immediately to this. I think it'd be different if the they Rays were rolling him out. They removed all of his out. stuff from the yeah. stadium. They yeah. like, took his pictures down, don't sell his jerseys, all that now, stuff. Now, of course, I assume, Steve, you did see the the ungodly, horrible timing of the Rays Tropicana Field promotion Ugh. that day, I assume, yes. I did, yeah. Which yeah, was uh, fans under 14 years old got a Wander Franco uh, snapback hat. So uh, that was literally, I think, the day after or the day of this story breaking. So, that is, of course, horrible, but That's I so do not real. hold that against the Rays. <laughs> it's so um, bad. I, like, I refuse to, I mean, there is just not a chance in the world the Rays, like, ha- knew that this was going on before that. Zero percent chance, I think. So, um, obviously, taking it to the player, like, yeah, I agree with you. This is one of those scenarios that it's like, you want to do everything you can to to convince yourself that this might not be a big deal. And, and there's still a chance it won't be. There's still a chance that there's a misunderstanding, right? But to tell you how the outsiders feel, my first reaction is I'm confused. First of all, I don't know what the facts are. Like you've said, the headlines look horrible, right? So, so now you're just kind of like, you see the horrible headlines, you wait for more information. And I, I don't think anyone's like, you know, crucifying the guy yet, but I think it's hard to not have a supremely negative 
initial reaction to this when the reaction isn't denial really except for one denial by the player and then like I think we haven't heard from him because they've kind of put it under wraps I think so it's hard yeah. to it's hard to look past it when you're not hearing much like much of in the from official channels in the way of saying like maybe this isn't a big deal right you're not hearing much of that so yeah I don't know Rob what do you Rob think? you got what, what are your what are your <laughs> thoughts Rob I, I got nothing to add here thank you guys <laughs> I think you guys, pun unintended, covered all the bases. It's bad. I don't think, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I don't I think mean, about it as like the Rays. Yeah. Like it seems like they took yeah. all the appropriate steps. Like they didn't pull like a Penn State, and, you know, have a bunch of like yeah. wacko truthers out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it the, handled the, the right way. But yeah, it's bad. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to spin it because you, it's terrible and it shouldn't happen. But there is an angle of extortion where pictures are posted by the person who's the perpetrator or at least allegedly or who's per- who's perpetrated. Um, so uh, I don't know what's going on. Wander has denied it, uh, as you ha- kind of have to, I guess. But I, I, even if all things considered, like, I don't think you come back from this, even if the facts are good at the back end. Like I think it's just mm-hmm. the memes. The memes are too good. Yeah. The, the internet has created memes that are too good. The memes and I voted. Don't think man. You can, they, yeah. The memes voted. Well, and well, I don't think I you mean, can disassociate. Yeah. From this. The, from these optics, they're that's just so a, bad. Yeah, that's optics. a great point because one thing I found right when I saw, like you know, probably the first thing I saw was a meme before I actually saw a piece of news. Right, like like that's probably the case right. for most people because the memes exploded so quickly. And when it when something reaches the point that you can search Twitter for it and you can scroll for 30 minutes and not find the news and only see the memes, like totally. you have passed the point of being able to unassociate, right? Like, like, you, like you can't go backwards at that point. Especially, like this is not truly, like not really a joking matter. Like yeah. some things are like morbid and like you can still joke about them in order to like laugh about the, the darkness. But like this is bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is... And and immediately people are like, don't care. Memes. <laughs> memes, yeah, memes, right. memes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're good. The memes are good. Yeah. Can't say they're not. But <laughs> but man, is is it dark? Yeah. There, there's definitely dark. a larger cultural takeaway from that comment, by the way. I don't know if the uh the sports segment, the first ten minutes into the episode is the place <laughs> to unpack it, but probably true. So that was an insightful, <laughs> insightful comment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. we go all. It's, you heard it here second. Right. We're, we're talking about it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, more to come on that. Obviously, there's the investigation underway. He's on leave. I think the Rays have already kind of made it clear that not clear, but they they've already made arrangements to move on. So, we'll see. He may truly. He may never play baseball again. He may go to jail. Like yeah. they're <laughs> we're in a weird place, and and I'm getting all of it. Everyone's texting me and we just we can't get out of the news cycle mm-hmm. so fun time to be a Rays fan yeah um on on the baseball side of things you know the Rays are still obviously in playoff position so it's kind of a unique scenario where it's like you have a team that's right in the thick like of 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 playoff race and now granted they haven't been as good as their start was what we talked about months ago right but like it's uh you, you don't frequently see a distraction this big hit a team that's like in a stretch run, right? So I think it's yeah. it's tough tough timing, obviously, for the team that isn't involved in the in the in the crimes, right? So I will say the about six months ago in January, 
I was debating on what jersey to buy my dad mm. for uh, f- or for his birthday. It was between Wander Franco and Randy Rosarena. Wow. Pulled me in a Rosarena jersey. Just, that's you know, he was go. hot right now. It was the World Baseball Classic. You know, I was like, okay, uh, thank God. Dodge yeah, the bullet there. Great pick. Great pick. Don't want, and my dad certainly was late to the news, so he could have been wearing that Franco jersey whenever. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, your dad, your dad's on lake time nowadays. He, he's yeah, exactly. Dead news. He's yeah, he's on the boat wearing his Franco jersey with people yelling at him. Who knows? With Bud yeah. Lights, people just yell at him about everything. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, I have no just... idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Uh, so there it's you like go. A curb, I mean, that's curb skit. <laughs> yeah, just oblivious to all the things that have been canceled or, or divisive. Yeah, you. Uh, I would say you saved him. You saved him in this situation by uh, having. Having whatever intuition led you to the Randy Rosarena jersey, uh, it was the correct intuition. So, um, <laughs> uh, not to not to spoil anything, but we may be returning to this topic briefly uh, during uh, a future segment of this episode. So we will uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned on that and not belabor the point uh, more than we need to for Steve. So, uh, anything else on baseball before we move it into the next no, sport we got heck, on the just agenda? Get the heck out of here! Who cares? Baseball yeah, where's Shohei going? That's actually, season, baby. that's actually a reasonable uh, final take for baseball. Let's. I'm down to spend a minute on this. Um, Shohei Otani, obviously a we, we, Steve. We talked the about best Shohei, athlete in the world. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, potentially, yes. Um, and, and Steve, we talked about Shohei when he very first emerged. Like, like you, we had an episode yeah. named after it. I think. I think it was. I like, remember. It, yeah. I had some great nicknames that aren't <laughs> yeah. being used. The the Shohei kid was. It's right there for the taking, and yeah. no one calls him that. Show, yeah. show, hey, time. Show, show time. hey, time. Will you spell it how he spells his name? Right. right. Show time. There were some good ones in yeah. there. We'll have to revisit that episode uh, and, and figure out what, some of the ones we had. But, uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest impending sweepstakes that anybody can remember, I would say, as far as free agency goes, with the Angels having, at this deadline, the Angels decided to be buyers. Like they were very much on the fringe of the playoff race. They decided to buy to like because everybody with Mike was Mike Trout out too. With, with Mike Trout out and could be and it, because the alternative was trading Otani, right? Because if you're not going to buy and go for it, it's like why are you going to let the greatest player ever just like get to free agency? But obviously they didn't want to trade Otani, which I agree with them not trading Shohei Otani. But uh, they kind of went after it. They're now flailing, right? They they were calling up Double A players as of last week. So. Um, they're just in this crazy middle ground of like what your options are basically committing a billion dollars worth of contracts to Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and still not being a playoff team uh, or, or kind of going a different yeah. direction. Right. And so I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Where do you think he lands or what do you think? What's your overall take? Better question. What's the like, I don't know anything about baseball. To be clear. <laughs> what what what's the where's the coolest place for him to go? Mm. That's what I care about. Tampa Bay, dude. Not anymore. <laughs> it used to be Tampa Bay. <laughs> now probably like the I don't know the Rockies are like just some yeah, random I, team. The reason I had Rockies in my head, huh? The Rockies like the are cool. Rockies are cool. Yeah. No, they he'll just go to some big market. He's going to go to the, the Mets or the oh god. Mets like, would be kind of sweet. Yeah. I yeah. Love no, Mets would be so stupid. I wouldn't mind it being the Mets to be honest, because I think the like I wouldn't mind that. Uh, I I would like him to be in New York because then it's like. Cool. He's like yeah. the star. Right. But but I think but the I think, Mets are so lame. Yeah, exactly. And the I don't think the Yankees have a chance because the Yankees I mean, are, they're cooler than the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, the Yankees are like 
the, the uncoolest so, team but, in the league. But, but, yeah. <laughs> Zero I, I think I think here the the thing about the Mets would be is that not all like there have been years that the Mets have been better than the Yankees. Those have been scattered in plenty over the last two decades, right? I think the difference would be the Mets would actually be the talk of the town. Like the Mets would be the show in New York if Shohei was there, right? Like as opposed to just being good nice. by virtue of yeah, you, you get to catch that. That yeah, was would great, be, Derek. Sick, uh, they they would be like as instead of just by virtue of like having players play well, right? Like they would actually be the team that people want to watch in New York, right? So I think that would be an interesting angle, but. It's going to be the he's going to go to the Dodgers and everyone will hate it. Yeah. So I just I always go back to that. And, and Rob's said it before, like there was a tweet that was like every Angels recap is like Shohei yeah. Hotani <laughs> pitches a complete game, hits two home runs, breaks three records and the Angels lose six, seven, yeah, you know, right. like they, they have Mike Trout and Shohei Hotani, potentially the top two baseball players, like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Of all time, you know, like Mike Trout's in the conversation is best of all time, and now Shohei is too. He's pitching complete games and hitting home runs at the same time. Yeah, he was doing it today. He 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 got he left early, but he pitched a few innings and hit a home run. Like it, it just yeah. dominates the game, and they can't make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what that says about them or baseball in general, but yeah, yeah, he's got to go somewhere. And Mike Trout, like j- just wasted star power out yeah. there. I agree. I mean, if I was running running that team, I'd be actually trying. I'd be trying to offload Trout at this point, honestly. Like, like it's gotten this far. Like, I want to hitch the wagon to Otani at this point and, and and flip Trout for as much as you can. The other wild thing is that they didn't. Some of these teams get these star players by giving up their whole farm system, right? Like these guys are both homegrown in in the Angels organization. Like they didn't give up anything to get these guys, right? I don't think anyway. I mean, well, Shohei was a. Yeah, for sure. International, international. No, but, but prospect wise, you've grown elsewhere. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Pro- I'm talking about by their prospect pool. Like they didn't trade anybody yeah. to get these guys, right? right. Like, so like their their yep. their system shouldn't have a lack of players because they got them, right? So, yes, yeah, fair. Um, so anyway, yeah, homegrown, homegrown, homegrown M- from an MLB standpoint, from an MLB standpoint. Right. Um, this year's yes. standard homegrown, you know, Japanese, <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, so there's your answer. Uh, probably somewhere we don't want him to go, but uh, yeah. So we'll see. So anything else on baseball? No. All right. Yeah, the We're Yankees being it. awful is hysterical. That's true. That's this true. Is one of their worst that for a very long time. Not funny when they're bad. <laughs> and they're so bad. They're so bad. With with they're such so a big bad. payroll too. Like it's not like yeah. they like reset or something. Like they are committed to a huge payroll now and into the future. So it's, good. it's hilarious. Yeah. What, one quick note on that, to, to Steve's point earlier about the Yankees not being fun. Like, the Yankees' whole shtick is sweet when they're good. Like, the whole, like, yeah. the classic uniforms and you can't have facial hair and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, a juggernaut is awesome and adds to the aura. But when they're bad, it's it just comes off as so lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's true. It's true. And the yeah. fact that you can have a mustache but yeah, no right. other facial hair is so it's, weird. It makes no sense. Yeah. Why allow the mustache? Because that's it's almost like <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's yeah. just like some weird connection to the, like the past. And like in yeah. the past, you didn't have a beard, you had a mustache. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you know, when you look at the the, the late sixties, early seventies, you know, classic Yankees, man. classic Yankees lineups. <laughs> Yo, Don yeah. Maddenly had a mustache. Like, Dude, <laughs> shut up. 
Yeah. Beard on your chin is bad, but beard on your upper lip is good. good. Right. Yeah. Acceptable. <laughs> so right. uh anyway, you don't have to ask me twice to be to be anti Yankees. So uh it is definitely enjoyable seeing them having an even worse year than the Red Sox. Uh so that's good. Uh um, who also suck. We should note that too. Yeah, yeah, they're true, awesome. but they're not, at least they're not eliminated yet. So um fair. But uh so that does it for baseball. Uh quickly into football. Um starting with the NFL, we're gonna save college for uh the next segment when we get into some of the fan questions. Uh, so we'll just do a little bit on, on NFL right now. Preseason, obviously, underway. Um, Steve, I did see that I think Baker Mayfield was named the starting quarterback for your Buccaneers. So let the, let the healing process begin, you know. Let him um, bake. <laughs> and so anyway, what are your what are your initial takeaways right now with the NFL preseason? Honestly, I think there's more there's better storylines. I truly think the Bucs are going to stink this year. Mm-hmm. But we sold our souls for a Super Bowl, yep. and I'm happy with it. You know, Brady, the two years of Brady was some of the best football and best times to be a Bucks fan I've ever had in my entire life. So I think we're going to stink. I think Baker Mayfield barely beat out Kyle Trask, <laughs> who's never thrown an NFL ball. So um, that's a bad sign. I think if you have a QB controversy, literally at the last preseason game, you yeah. don't. <laughs> if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks, yeah. basically. So. Um, that's all I'll say. I think we're going to stink. I think it'll be fun. He, he's an exciting kind of controversial player. So, but you know, there's, there's better things going on in the NFL, unfortunately. Right. Um, how's your boy Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Yeah. So, I mean, big question mark. I, you right. I mean the, the Patriots. So I'll say this, this will be my, my, my overall quick take on the Patriots, which is we didn't talk much about last year, the complete disaster, right? That was the coaching staff of the Patriots and, uh, you know, totally. Matt Patricia running the show with Joe Judge. And I just want to say from the very beginning, <laughs> right, like my, my take on that whole situation from the beginning, and, and I, I can I'll pr- I'll probably prove this, is that I felt from <laughs> Jump Street that the plan was to bring back Bill O'Brien. Like Bill O'Brien had one year left on his Alabama contract. Everyone knows about Belichick and Saban and like what that they're their buddies they talk all the time right uh o'brien had the, the one year left for bryce young's final year at alabama and so you know rather like the thing in the nfl right is that if you hire an offensive coordinator you are not hiring a coordinator to tell him like here it's your operation for one year right it's not how it works in the nfl like you hire an offensive coordinator they're going to want to bring in their wide receivers coach their tight ends coach their running back coach like nobody's taking a job as an oc with a deadline on it, right? With 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 a, with a kill date on that OC job. Yeah, that's a career killer. If you go in and become the OC and you get fired after one year, right? So, uh, all that is to say, I think the plan all along was to bring O'Brien back. Now it's going to be kind of th- this is the make or break year for Mac, right? Like I, I think last year kind of is written off in a way because they were treating it as a transition year, in my view. Um, this year that he has to put up its third year in the NFL, right? A lot of QBs are performing at a very high level by year three. And now he's got the offensive coordinator that everybody in the program trusts. Right. So I think now it's time, mm-hmm. like got to, got to see what he can do. Put so, up or shut up, put up or shut up. That's it. So cannot have the disaster that the offense was last year. So that's my take. Um, so it's good. It's, hey, all takes yeah. are good in preseason. Every yeah, takes is good. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's a good take. Rob, give us the Giants update. What, where are we? Th- where's Danny Dimes? Where are we at? Dude, Danny Dimes is Jack now. No <laughs> way. He put on ten pounds of muscle in the off season, which wow. I feel like they say every off season. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. all bicep, all biceps. Just like I don't know how someone who's 
play been a serious athlete for as long as he is is still finding 10 pounds of muscle to add that i don't think bodies work that way but yeah danny's jacked he's got a new deal i don't know i think the giants are gonna be pretty good that's all look is saquon happy probably not but you know go out and prove it whatever is is he is he in a contract year he just signed right i think they Oh, did he sign the big one? No, he no, he signed. He didn't sign a big one. He signed a one year, which the, he he oh. was kind of like he sort of like went the other way when all those running backs were sort of almost trying to like unite and be like this is unfair. So Saquon ended up signing the one year like ten million or something. I forget what it was. The, he crossed the picket line. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, in fairness, the running back thing is is a tough one in the NFL. The the the. I mean, the players bargained for it. Like, it's in the CBA. Like, I don't know what else you can really do. They agreed to that, but it's pretty brutal for running backs in the league because, like, you can your rookie deal brings you through like four or five years, I think. Then you can get franchise tagged like twice, I think. And it's like yeah. you're a running back. You're already like 29 by that point. It's like, you know, and it's beaten up. Yeah, a lot of miles. Um, a lot of miles. So a lot of miles. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, I'm with I, you. I, Giants were good, pretty good last year. So yeah, my, look, my thing with like the NFL is you're either one of the like elite teams, right? Like you're the chiefs, the bills, the Eagles, and you go to yep. the season. Like we have anyone a, with Tom Brady, <laughs> anyone, yeah, wherever Tom Brady's playing, you're like, look, we have a legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl. And for everyone else, it's like, I just want to be able to turn out a game in December and have it matter. It's like, there's a yeah. the giants had enough seasons in recent memory where it's first week of October. And you're like, I don't need to watch. I, I'm not even going to watch this game. Like, yeah, it truly yeah. like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's yeah, all. I, I just want you know. It's kind of a cop out answer. Like, I just want you know, get sneak into the playoffs. Anything could happen. No, just give me a season of football to enjoy. That's I don't think I it's yeah. I don't think it's cop out at all because because I've 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 been on this side of the fence for a while again, and I've said this to you. I've talked to you about this, Steve, on this podcast. At my fellow Patriots fans, I have always been on this side of the fence. Like I'm like the regular NFL fan wants to have meaningful games in December and January. Like all you're not you're not entitled to them, despite what a lot of people yeah. around here grew up thinking, right? Like you're not entitled to them. And so I think that's not a cop out at all. Like if you have hopes to be playing important games, big games when the weather's very cold, that's like a good yeah. season and it's what you want as a football fan. That's it. Like they have a chance to 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 be there, you know. So that's that's all I want. That's it. What's I your um? We'll what's that. your guys' one big storyline? Just one big hmm. storyline that you're watching. I got mine. If you if you need some time, Zay. But my yeah. mine's oh, the easy yeah. one. Yeah, Zay's a good Zay's one. Zay's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's a beast. Dude, every time Rob, going, guy, explain Zay to the fans. All right, so the fans, the fans need to know. I'm telling you right now, this dude is serious. Zay Flowers, <laughs> dude, serious BC legend, put up. Like over three thousand career receiving yards, like thirty touchdowns, while playing with a, like absolutely terrible group of quarterbacks. A D two, D three team. Basically. And spent his first year under Adazio as like a jet sweep specialist. <laughs> like I remember Zay's first game against Virginia Tech, like scores like a seventy five yard touchdown, and they didn't throw him the ball the rest of the year because you know, <laughs> da- Daz doesn't throw the ball. Daz doesn't believe in the throw game. And no, just electric. Right. And like you watch him play, and the only way I can describe it is 
There's like a handful of elite athletes who, when you watch them, everything they do just looks, it like looks different. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. kind of reminds me of like when Odell first like broke in the league. Like they just move like incrementally, like a little bit smoother than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell it like they are like, I hate to use the oh, lie, I love using this phrase. Like they're different. Like he's <laughs> they're different. different. They're built different. They're like, built he's different. He's literally built different. And <laughs> yeah. I like every time it's off season, I go on Twitter, it's just scouts, whoever, reporters. Like we were at Ravens practice, no cover Zach. Like no cover yeah. him. He's unbelievable. Ravens fans are calling him the joystick and just tweet the joystick emoji, <laughs> which I'm so <laughs> upset we didn't come up with ourselves because it's incredible. Yeah, but- he scored an awesome touchdown the other night, like his first preseason game, like ran past the guy yeah. like he was a traffic cone. Like another NFL yeah. player, he just ran by him like he was me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. And he's just like, it yeah. seems like a great guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, there's the I'm, whole, like he stayed at BC, didn't take money, blah, blah, blah. So I think yep. Zay's going to yeah. have a big year. I hope he has a big year. Yeah. He's yeah. sweet. Ravens, Ravens wide receiver, I think. I think draftable in fantasy, like a oh, good yeah. underrated yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, totally. Especially with Lamar looking for a bounce back year, right? Like he, the, the he was injured a lot last year. The Ravens underperformed. I think there, there's the the offense has a lot of weapons. Like and uh, Lamar's good. Yeah, I know. Lamar's good. a good quarterback. Yeah. yeah, if they can protect him and he, with the weapons he's got and with Zay and what we know he can do with the ball, I mean, I, I don't he's like the Ravens, but they're going to be they're going to be filthy. I think. So. <laughs> little, just a little. Yeah, it's um, like he's a little better. Uh, okay, my storyline. I know it's lame and it's the obvious one, but I like I like Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Mm. Oh I yeah, think, that's a good one. Yeah, I think stud quarterback on the Jets. You know, like a Joe Nate. Like the Jets have been bad for so long. Yeah, so long, and it will be nice to see them be good. I would like to see them be good. Not great. But good. Yeah. I don't like Aaron Rodgers that much, but I like the idea of the Jets being good. And it's cool. Like, Bucks saw this with Brady. You know, football team, there's not a ton. You, you can't really make, like, one move that flips the script necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, big free agent signing at, like, a key position obviously helps. But if you upgrade your quarterback from Zach Wilson to yeah. a top five QB in the league, like that's a massive change for your team, yeah. and and is like night and day for yeah. expectations, which is also really cool. Mm-hmm. It impacts yeah. it away. Like, yeah, signing an awesome linebacker like D tackle is great, but like in yeah. like that upgrade at QB is awesome. Yeah, I mean yeah. there there are parallels to the Bucks too, right? Like when, when it comes to the composition of the team, right? Like like the like with a lot of pieces, young, talented pieces on defense already in place that started to show themselves the prior year, which is what the Jets are really with like Sauce Gardner and like a lot of those other guys they've brought in, but then just like n- not being able to be good because your quarterback stinks, right? And then like stinks. bringing in just like I agree that there's definitely no position probably in sports, right, that you can have the rest of the team set and have that one upgrade make you into an insanely like uh capable team of winning a championship from a team that wasn't a playoff team right now i'm not i'm not calling the jets a super bowl team i'm just saying that's uh the potential right like that's 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 the potential and what the fans are are excited about which is like it's cool as a football fan to see that type of a vaulting to the top like for expectations right so have you guys seen the barbie movie i haven't yet no 
No, Rob? I haven't seen that or Oppenheimer. Neither have I. Oh, well, We're both missing out. You, well, you know the memes. You know the Barbie yeah, memes. Of course. If there's memes, I, feel like I know Zach, them. I feel like Zach Wilson is football Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. That's perfect. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, he's just football Ken. <laughs> Have um, you guys watched Hard Knocks? No, actually. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, me Have you? Is it good? No, never mind. No. no. <laughs> Must suck. Yeah. Um, I might check it out, but I don't know. I, I, I haven't been very drawn to that in, in the past several years. So, Same. Uh, yeah, I'm just like over – like if it was about the Giants, great. I'll watch yeah. every second of it. I don't really care about a hard docs, but that's like a different team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now there's like documentary stuff about everything. Like I don't yeah. need a, I don't need every single thing in the world to to see behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, like I'm. I'm I like the curtain pretty, sometimes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Keep the curtain. Yeah. The keep fine. keep it up. Well, yeah. Uh, on that <laughs> yeah. note, on that note, quickly, I was watching. I started watching the Swamp Kings, the Florida mm. Gators under Earth yep. Fire yeah. documentary, and. People are like super butthurt about it because they just gloss over like every all the arrests and like everything that went wrong with that team. Yeah. So I guess to get like Urban and Tebow in it, they were like they yeah. wanted to sign off. Oh. So it's but it's like, oh no, that was a cool era of college football. I I'm a Tebow hater, but those Me too. UF teams were sweet. Yeah. So they don't yeah. talk about like Aaron Hernandez murdering people. I like that's like the whole two, point of the I documentary. Like two episodes. Well, there's enough docs. Spoiler alerts. Okay. <laughs> those were post. Those were post Gainesville. Um, yeah. I only watched the first two, but I think the last two are pretty, like, pretty light mm-hmm. on right, like being critical of the team in any way. But Ern Myers, yeah, like this isn't shocking. He's a lunatic. <laughs> like, yeah. absolutely, I believe lunatic. that. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard the same thing about like the Johnny Manziel one. It's like that you know oh, you need Johnny Manziel sign off to be in the documentary. So it's like there's all these things yeah. that get glossed over because they're not they're he's not going to agree to it if 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 he's going to be painted in a bad light too much. You well, know? it's also like a puff piece for these guys. Yeah. Like yeah, if you want it, it's got to be it's got to be good. Right. Yeah. Right. Urban's clearly working to get back on the scene. <laughs> he's the for worst. some yeah. for some P five. <laughs> would you take him for for two seasons? At BC, would you make that would, deal yeah. with the devil? I think yeah, depends I how bad the situation is. I think I'd <laughs> ask me after we go. Ask me if we go three and nine again. <laughs> I'll re, let's revisit <laughs> yeah. that question. Like, just have three years where you're an absolute whack. <laughs> like you're just no. It, you're so you good. one. Yeah, one year really good. One year you're like mediocre, and he's like, I need to take a break from college football. Well, so well, yeah, yeah. it's like one build year, <laughs> yeah. and then he gets his like guys. You know, yeah. and then he's on. Then you have one year where you just wagon, <laughs> yeah. and then it starts to go downhill because guys are just getting kicked off the team left and right. And yeah. then he yeah. fakes a heart attack on the sideline. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then that, he's that, gone. That's, so that's the script. A bunch of like NCAA <laughs> sanctions, but that one year would be so sick. <laughs> so it's worth it. Sell it's your, I'm telling you, sell, sell your, your soul, soul for the championship. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> um. All righty, so that does it, I think, for football. Anything else before we move into the continuation of football in our in our in our DMs? Let's slide. All right, let's slide right in.
All right. So our DMs section, we have two DMs today. Uh, both of these are kind of along the topics we've already been hitting on. So, uh, Steve, do you want to read the question uh, or do you want me to read the question uh, from Andrew? I'll, I'll read the question. All right. <laughs> All right. So the first question is from Andrew. Um, and the question is long. So bear with me. <laughs> question. Will Steven be selling all of his signed Wander Franco memorabilia? If so, doesn't he feel bad for profiting after this news came out? If not, doesn't he feel bad about continuing to possess such memorabilia and thereby supporting Wander? Asterix, Steven cannot veto my question. <laughs> so, so you're in a corner well, now. Obviously, you're going to sell I it and bought- donate it to a charity. Oh, there, there you go. go. See, yeah. perfect. Rob answered the question. question. <laughs> not, a, not a hard question. He, Andrew thought he boxed me in. Yep. I'm going to sell it and donate it to um, uh, whatever charity. An applicable protects. organization. Doing, exactly. Doing yes. work in that area. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually, I don't own any Wander memorabilia. It's, perfect. Uh, yeah, I, he was, he's still kind of new. It was the right thing to do is not buy it, obviously, but everybody has wanted yeah. here. You yeah. know, he's like the biggest contract we've ever signed, like young phenom, like you buy a wander Jersey, you're probably good for a long time. Um, just lucked out and yeah. picked a Rosarena. You know, I just had a gut feeling that, yeah. that he wasn't the pedophile. No. <laughs> and Jesus that intuition Christ. led you to the exact correct path. So perfect. Yeah. So, um, um nice try, Andrew. I do not have wander gear. I do not support his actions. And I will not profit off his actions. Perfect. So there you go, clean there slate. You go. Uh, Andrew uh, tried to come for you, and uh, it was a good, it was a valiant effort, but uh, didn't quite box him in enough. So, so there you go. There's the question for Andrew. And our second question uh, and our final question comes from Rob, a longtime listener. Uh, <coughs> Rob has the question: How do you feel about college football realignment? Uh oh, Derek. Uh oh, Steve. Uh oh, Derek. <laughs> Oh no! Does the the question asker have a segment to answer his own question? Because I think he might. (laughs) I think it's I think it's a hater alert. Rob, give. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, I got some takes here. (laughs) So first of all, I hate college football realignment. It's so dumb. Like the point or one of the things that makes college football special and a little bit more exciting in some ways, a little bit more fun than the NFL is, is regional. Like, you have rivalries. Like, you live in next to people like Florida is a good example. You live next to Gators fans. Like, you deal with them all year and you play that one game. Friggin' Oregon, Oregon State, play a game called the Civil War. That's <laughs> badass. And we're losing that, that so Oregon can go to Rutgers in November. Yeah. Dude, I've, I lived, I've lived 18 years of my life in New Jersey in November. It's not that exciting. And they're taking away the Civil War for that? Are you serious? So it just kind of like makes makes football, makes college football worse. Like it's breaking down that regional aspect that makes it fun and all this history you've built up that makes it what it is. Like those rivalry games are sweet and they're so different and unique versus the NFL. The second thing is, no one's asking for this. Like, <laughs> yeah. fans don't want it. I doubt the players want it. Like, I don't think dudes on Washington are like pumped they have to go to some random school in the Midwest now <laughs> instead of going to play, like, I guess USC's the Big Ten too, instead of going to like Cal. 
Like, that's, that's a way cooler game. But no, so now we get this. The fans don't want it, the players don't want it. It's like, no like, imagine a business, like, you go to Chipotle, and they're like, yeah, we have burgers now. <laughs> who's, asking, who's asking for this? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody wants this. And the final thing is, and I, and I realize the irony of this, is you're just inundated with realignment takes from the talking yeah. heads. Like you're on Twitter, you're watching Instagram, like, they're everywhere. And all the takes are horrible. You have, like, two like two big buckets. The first is the guys who think they're, like, Prometheus getting fired a man when they point out that it's about money. People are like, oh, yeah. realignment's dumb. They're like, well, it's about money. You're like, no fucking shit, it's about money. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> like, like, you didn't just, like, you're not, like, Pythagoras discovering triangles, like, pointing out this is about money. Like, yeah, we get that. I still think it's absolutely dumb. And then the final part of that is, no one knows how any of the money actually works. So you see all these people that are like, oh, like, USC can make. $500 billion more doing this, you're like, you don't know that. Like, you can't actually see any of the dollars. Like, yeah. like, you, like you don't have the model, like, you don't have the projections, so just stop. Like, yeah, we get it. It's about money. There's more money, allegedly. I don't know. There's probably a point where just adding every random team in your conference deletes it more than it helps, but whatever, what do I know? So, yeah, that's my take. Realize it's dumb, don't want it. It's ruining, yeah, it's, it's, ruining, it's ruining what makes the sport unique. Will college football still be fine? And like, yeah, there's an argument that more good teams in the same conference is like more exciting than a casual fan. I buy all that, I get it. But I think you're losing something along the way. But it won't matter because in 10 years we're just going to have a super conference with 18 teams and every other team's football will be irrelevant. So. Yeah. And the sun will explode while dying. Yeah, we'll finally be engulfed by the sun. Um, what to that point, to the or any point, that's what concerns me is these teams like BC, Virginia Tech, like these teams who didn't jump on the NIL bandwagon and start just shoveling money at players are going to get left behind for the for the love of the sport. You know, the the they're the they want to put good teams out there and good players out there, but if you don't pay your players now which is totally fine and legal they deserve it but like if you don't do that you are not accepted into this like group of mm-hmm. t- top tier teams and can no longer compete for national championships for bigger bowls for blah, blah blah so it's it's relegating teams that just don't pay players yeah i i honestly think it's more of like a brand thing and you just can't make up that gap like bc Look, I'm realistic. Can be unrealistic about BC football, but will be realistic for this discussion. Like BC's never going to draw, never going to be Bama, and some of that's Bama's been good for 110 years. Like Florida State is a top 15 team in terms of television eyeballs. It doesn't matter if they're good. It doesn't matter if they're bad. People, they have a huge fan base, and random people are going to tune in to watch the Knolls. And I, I just think for outside of a group of 10, 15, 20 schools, like you're never going to, you're never going to be able to just compete with the like built in fan base and kind of name brand that's already there. Yeah. So like, I even think the NIL point, I don't even know if it moves the needle to like a path to getting into the mega conference, unless they build in some sort of 
promotion relegation type thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all an extremely good take. I think we're barreling towards, uh, a, a much different we're not there yet like all the people reacting now like you said like college football's dead it's certainly not dead yet but we're heading towards a place that it's gonna be a lot different right and the and weird it, thing yeah. is like maybe i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong but does it really like of course rob you're right the games are different the the rivalries are gone blah 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 but the the ultimate determination is still a global determination of record and strength of schedule and stuff so like strength of schedule is changing but like BC goes undefeated in the ACC, which is now a random mishmash of teams. They still potentially make the college football playoff. Like mm-hmm. the the overall goal is to win the national championship, and you still get a bid if you're if you win your conference. Should at least, um, I don't know. Like, does it matter that much the realignment if you still have to go almost undefeated or one loss to to make it? I think it comes down to how they potentially restructure the playoff auto bids mm-hmm. with the changing of like the conference composition. Like as right. it stands today, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know if it matters outside of yeah, you lose some fun rivalry games. But if there's a world where the ACC loses the auto bid, then that right. kind of that yeah. kind of sticks. Like, look, actually, I I posed this question to Derek the other day. And somebody else asked me of if there's a world where, like, let's say FSU and Clemson leave, ACC loses the auto bid, but you're the best team in the conference and you're going to win eight or nine, ten games every year, probably win the conference, but you aren't going to go undefeated and get an at-large bid into the playoff most likely. Do you prefer that to being, like, a middle-of-the-road team in the current ACC? And I think I, like sneaky kind of like being a middle road team in the ACC <laughs> and knowing in the 0.01% world that everything goes your way like you have a shot right like yeah. like whether or not you want to admit it as it stands today Boston college football is big time college football yeah it it doesn't feel that way sometimes like a lot of people I'm sure if this that clip was played out of context, would lose their mind. Be like, absolutely not. Like, just uh, clip think, that and use it forever. Yeah, Boston have, college football is clip. big yeah. time. Come, well, yeah, come down to Oxford in the fall. We'll show you. Play, like, play yeah, that okay. on the jumbotron. Yeah, just to get the, the fans SEC, Play that at the SEC championship <laughs> game. Yeah, I'll come talk to anyone about it. But it's like, like it is. Like there, yeah. it, it, there is a path potentially. And if you, I guess it was a question for you guys. I just started ranting on, but like, I don't know. Interesting thought <laughs> yeah, experiment you, for you. From Middle the, from of the road the, ACC, yeah. you could get in the playoff or you dominate like a yeah. lesser conference, but kind, yeah, really can't get it. Kind of almost like the big East days, right? Like, I mean, but mm-hmm. like, like, like the big East was not a realistic path to win a national championship. I mean, is there like a really, really small chance? Like maybe if you go 12 and 0, like every year you'd have these teams like the UCF, right? Like UCF goes 12 and 0. They get a lot of, there's a lot of smoke about, hey, these guys should be in there. But like you really, like you need people to be convinced to let you in. And you need like an SEC team to lose two games to, for them to let you in, right? So you're in that world versus yeah, but like they have if you're in the losses. ACC. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, quality exactly. losses. Yeah. True. The undefeated. Right. The undefeated Big East team has no quality losses. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. That's that's the the hoops yeah. and the mental gymnastics they do to get the SEC yeah. anything they want. Yeah. It's true. But but I mean but yeah like when you're in the ACC or any of these power conferences as long as they remain in that conversation you control your own destiny as low as the percentage is you control your own destiny yeah. to win a national championship you go 15 and 0 you're going to win you won the national championship like that's how yeah. it goes you win the games before you and you you can do it whereas you know in a future world if it's a lower conference i think what you're asking Robin i think i'm agreeing with you i would rather the one the 0.1% chance that you control your destiny to win it all then be in a spot where you don't actually have that destiny in front of you, but you have a year over year, you're winning some smaller conference, right? Um, I think that would just create this want after a few of those years to be like, I want to win the whole thing. Right. And so I think always having that chance to win the whole thing, I'd take that over, over the, over the smaller success, but yeah. Whether or not you want to admit it, it's big time college football. It is. It's true. (laughs) The algorithm's going to love that. Going to love that clip. So. Yeah. Put that one on TikTok. <laughs> I'll, t- yeah. I'll hashtag Alabama on that one. <laughs> and just that clip. That's it. <laughs> yeah, hashtag we hashtag want Alabama. Yeah. Hashtag Georgia. Hashtag Texas. Yeah. Hashtag Florida. I want them all. I want them all. Give, give, put them all in the schedule half. Just go play everyone. Forget. We don't need You know what? The conference is dead anyway. It's Let's true. just go on the road and play all those true. teams. Yeah, true. we'll show up at their doorstep. Yeah, not even invited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Play us <laughs> tonight. Oh, you're playing Citadel this week? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Citadel's bus. The tires were slashed. They can't make it. <laughs> the bus is on cinder blocks. No one knows what happened. Yeah. Uh. Uh, uh, all right, Rob. Any um, uh, any parting parting gifts or parting shout outs for the fans? You've been you've been a great guest, and you you I feel like you really brought it for the uh, yeah. hater alert. That was, yeah, that, that was an elite one. Part, parting thoughts. Is is this the year the Eags break the seven game barrier? You know the schedule is so bad. E- easiest schedule in the in college football. Really, worst strength it's of schedule. Her- it's horrendous. Yep. Yep. Love it. No Clemson this year. Let's do it. You know FSU at home at noon. Maybe sleepy. You know sleepy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sleepy. Catch them off guard. You know? Steve, are you so. going to cover that game? I have a bachelor party that weekend. I, I, my whole family's going. Ed oh, and Marie will be there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Aunt Joe will be there. A bunch bunch of people, but I can't make it. Yeah. Why you? Did you try floating the idea of the bachelor party? You go to that football game? Mm. Actually, I think the reason I'm not going to be there is because I'm going to a Bama game. He wants to go wow. to Bama. He went to USF, and Bama plays USF. I think it's that mm. weekend. Is he aware it's BC is also big time college football? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Might as well he just let him know. Clip. I mean, I mean, just just in case he doesn't, he's not aware. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know right. if he knows that. Hey, just to the group, I'll send it to the group text. The group, yeah. I'll say, hey guys, change of plans. <laughs> Boom. BC, BCF issue. BC's big time. <laughs> yeah, better let him know. So, all right, Rob. Thanks, thanks for right, joining well. us. Thanks for having me. Good job, this Rob. was a blast. I'll um, I'll look at uh, the calendar for you know. Eight years from now, block it off. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, the next time you guys have me on, perfect. You're right. We haven't had any it, anybody on. Yeah, it's true. Fair. We haven't had any guests. That's in a while, true. It's it's a lead company. It, it'll yes. it, it'll be in your outlook. So so keep an eye out. So. <laughs> All right. All awesome. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, guys. All right. See ya. See you, Bobby.
Alrighty, so uh, thanks again to Rob for joining us. That was a fun conversation and definitely one of our better hater alerts. I'm looking forward to to editing the the octa- the lower octaves into that one. <laughs> uh, uh, Derek, I think you're on the clock for a hater. You got to find know, something to hate. I know, I know, it's true. I, I, you, just, I'll, you just like too many things. I know. I, I, I or think even I can, a reverse hater alert. That's true. That's true. But I think it, it doesn't ring. It doesn't have the same ring to it if it's a reverse hater. I, I, I think I can come up with something. There, there's some things I can I can workshop. Uh, don't force yeah. it. No, no, I won't force, force it, it, but I'm going to give a little, uh, little effort to try to foster something, you know? So, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, that brings us into a couple of final topics before the final drive. So you want to start us off with the first one, Steve? Taco Bell news. Boom. Mm, right on good it. Good job. You're ready for that. <laughs> um, okay. This week in Taco Bell news, the dipping taco. Derek. Ooh, all right. Have you seen it? I have not. Let me make sure I have the name right. <laughs> I'm Googling the dipping taco. It's a low point in my life. <laughs> the dipping taco. Um, it's called the Taco Bell's Grilled Cheese Dipping Taco. All right, you got the name right. So, yes. So, it is... Um, do you know what birria is? B-I-R-R-I-A. A birria no, taco. No. Okay. So, I don't know if it's it's a southern thing or a Cuban thing, but birria tacos, I grew up knowing what they were, mm-hmm. and, and apparently not many people did. I thought it was common knowledge. It's basically a... Do you know what a uh, an au jus is? Like if you order like a beef au jus, you like yeah. it's like a beef sandwich. You dip yeah. it in stuff. Yes, yes. It's like that, but a taco. Okay. It is a is a flat grilled taco. It's just mm. a taco, but they they cover it in cheese and flatten it, so it's like kind of like quesadilla like. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the sauce. It's usually pork, I think, or carnitas, whatever. Mm-hmm. The sauce that the meat was cooked in. So you dip it in this like right. watery, flavory, salty Interesting. sauce. Okay. Um. So that's like this taco that's like their concept of a birria taco right. so it's i actually haven't had it yet so this is a, maybe a little bit premature taco bell news <laughs> um keeping you on your toes yeah yeah but i love the idea i've always felt taco bell has skimped when it comes to dips mm-hmm. do you agree like yeah the the it's a, it's a mexican restaurant and i don't yeah, think i can true. get salsa like, yeah, that's true. why do I not get a side of salsa with everything? Yeah. And I get it. It's all about efficiency and in, in kind the of kitchen and whatnot. sauces, I guess, instead of the dips. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is purely dip. You get the taco yep. and you get two dips. It's the nacho cheese, which is standard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think just a different taco dip, like mm-hmm. a taco sauce. Right. Not exactly sure. I haven't tried it, but I'm thrilled that they are yeah. opening this door. Yeah. I think taquitos, dips, chips, dips, yep. like Bring out Bring the dips. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring them out. Um, also, I love birria tacos, so this is really good. So I'm, I'm excited to try it. Um, Taco Bell's new grilled cheese dipping taco. I will report back when I do, um, but it is new. I've heard it's good. I say we try there it. There you go. There it is. Go try so it that's out. that's it. That is it. For Taco Bell news. Perfect. Um, Nailed it. So great Taco Bell news. Is it delayed section. or you just. <laughs> no, um, so you. Because when you do it, you say it, you press it as you say well, it. Well, no. So it does take a slight delay. It's a very slight delay. But. You have the advantage. I, when I'm talking, I can, pre- I can press it like as I'm saying news, you know, so then it's like, you know, it comes yes. out right on time. So. Uh, so anyway, uh, moving on to the next topic, we have uh, a popular uh, Hulu show that we've talked about multiple times on this yes. podcast, which is Only Murders in the Building. Steve, you have some news on this one? Only Murders in the Building is back for season three. Fantastic. Um, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Derek, how far in are you? I've fully through season two, but I have not started the new okay. season that came out. 
season three is spectacular. Really? I mean, it's, nice. It's come. I know. I, I'm thrilled. It's um, it's coming back weekly. So you have oh, to wait. Okay. There's yep. only like four episodes out now, and then every Tuesday an episode comes out. Mm-hmm. So it's appointment style television again. But I just love the cast. Yeah. Like I cannot get enough of Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and Steve Martin. Yeah. I just can't get enough of it. They they are a hilarious trio. Yeah, they, they work they work um, extremely well together. Based on the you know two seasons I watched, it's like yes. their chemistry is great as a trio of like complementary actors. Right. Totally, they're funny. They're smart. Like it's 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 cute because they like she's young and they're old and it's endearing, whatever. But like it's also an interesting yeah. murder mystery, right? You know, that's like a whodunit. Yeah. Uh, and this season so far, really funny. Like funny, nice. smart. I'm like confused about who it is. Yeah, you know, it's just right. a a really good show. Um, so we've recommended it a bunch before, but if you if you haven't started it, time to start. Only Murders in the Building Season 3 is out on Hulu. There you go. I will definitely be watching that one. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've raved about it before. It just is such a, like, it's such a well-done blend of, like, like you said, like, you have some investment in the whodunit, right? Like, like they actually mm-hmm. make you still want to follow the plot, but it's at its heart, it's a comedy, but it's like a dark comedy. It's just like, mm. it's just, it's so well balanced, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't go too heavy into any of those areas. And it just like, it, it thus far has tended to put it together perfectly. So definitely well excited to see is that. a good term. Yeah. Very good term. Um, so there you go. Only Murders in the Building season three on Hulu. Uh, check that out every Tuesday. You said new episodes? I think so. Yeah. Tuesdays. Every Tuesday. Perfect. Um, last topic. I think we have everybody's favorite. Is that right? Every is this everybody's I, favorite? I think it might be everybody's favorite. Okay. Um, the irony there, Derek, is I think I, I, it's probably everyone's least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> It's no, I it's don't think so. so. I think people no, might maybe. think the in, the sound effects too long, but <laughs> it's so long. Well, well, shorten it. Can yeah, we shorten we it? Have, yeah, we we could probably shorten it. Okay. Um. So this is an interesting one. Have you seen? Do you know Carrie Soto is back? Uh, no, I don't. Google the cover. You may have seen it. It's a very popular book, or was recently. Um. So Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Okay. Taylor Jenkins Reid yeah. also also wrote. Malibu Rising, and one you've definitely heard, Daisy Jones and the Six. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you heard of that book? I have, yes. Okay. So she's a very popular writer. Mm-hmm. She's cranking out books. They're very much like beachy, easy reads. Um, and they get great reviews. Like Carrie Soto is back on Goodreads, has a 4.23, which is really good. Yeah. And I hated this book. <laughs> this book stunk. Um, and it's... For a reason that I, it's very specific to me. It's about tennis. Mm-hmm. It's about a professional tennis player who has a great career. She finally retires, and then a couple five years later or so, when she's like in her late thirties, a young player starts to overtake her record, and so Carrie Soto rejoins the tour to like retake her her uh, record, and then there's a rivalry between the young woman who's beating her record and and Carrie. Um, the Tennis writing in this book is so bad, laughably bad. There is a moment, and you don't even need to know tennis to know this yeah. is incorrect. 
there's a moment when Kerry Soto in Wimbledon, the Wimbledon finals, Wimbledon right. finals, that's Wimbledon championship, yeah. <laughs> where Kerry Soto is returning serves from the new girl, Nikki Chan. Fastest server in the history of the sport, according to this book, this fictional book. Yeah. Fastest server in the history of the sport. Kerry Soto, she's feeling good. Nikki Chan serves the ball, and and Taylor Jenkins Reed, Reed writes, Nikki Chan serves the ball, it bounces high, and it's in first person. So, and Kerry Soto goes, and I hit it with an overhead smash to win the point. <laughs> Never in the history of tennis, <laughs> men or women, maybe even amateur tennis, yeah. has an overhead smash been hit off of a serve, off of return of serve. Off of that a- is... <laughs> return of serve that's there's net you would have to lollipop the ball you would have to pancake the ball in a rainbow and it bounce and then you hit it over your head yeah. there's that has never happened <laughs> you've no one's ever hit an overhead smash off a return of serve let alone the fastest the, hitting serve server in the world in wimbledon yeah yes <laughs> in the champion exactly um and there was just loads of that there was like carrie soto probably dove for 15 balls yeah. like every season she's like i dove for it and missed i dove for it and got it i'm like i've played tennis my entire life i've probably dove for one ball dove yeah. like literally right. <laughs> hit the ground no that doesn't happen Maybe she just has really poor judgment on what she can and can't reach so she maybe. just dives for everything that is out of her reach maybe i mean it it just it and it took me out of the book like i yeah. couldn't get past the bad tennis terminology and i started to over critique it and also, the main character sucks. She's a narcissist and doesn't change. She just like is an asshole the entire book and then is an asshole at the end. You yeah. know, she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm the asshole. And you're like, cool. <laughs> sucks. Um, so and you said this is a 4.23 on Goodreads? Uh, on Goodreads, everyone loves it. And to be fair, I think it's, I think it appeals a lot to the casual reader. Like yeah. it's, there's some easy emotional stuff it's it's quick read mm-hmm. there's there's really it's really very like i don't want to say shallow but it's just yeah surface layer interesting storyline right done right you know it's almost like watching a on a tv show you're just like yeah. okay i'll tune in it's funny I'm yeah <laughs> um but for whatever reason yeah. it's, it's got a good rating anyway i give it a bad rating i'm giving it 45 percent steve nicholas avocados all right i did not like it a bunch of people I know liked it. So I, I feel it's, you know, it's like when I read Moby Dick, I'm like, am I missing something yeah. here? What am I missing? Right. <laughs> um, but this, I would not recommend this so, book. Rotten? But I think. Or, 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 or above rotten. I don't want to say, I don't want to say rotten because like it is easy. You know, I just yeah. read it. It was quick. Yeah. You know, it's like goofy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But I think the fact that it was about tennis, which is why I thought yeah. I would like it, is the reason I disliked right. it. Right. It's maybe more like stale avocados. Yeah, you know, like, or you know, like when you when you get an avocado on avocado toast and it's just like rubbery and hard, mm, like it's not yep. rotten, but it's just like not just good. not it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's right. not it. Yeah, just not it. There you Medium go. Medium avocados that equates to 45 percent. Yeah. So, so there you go. It sounds like if you want a, a quick, easy read and and you don't really care about the inaccuracies and the and the character arc, it could be could be for you. So yeah. So you, you just go. like reading for the sake of reading. <laughs> just moving your eyes across words. <laughs> you like words. <laughs> words in a row. <laughs> um, so there you go. Anything else on the uh, on Carrie Soto's back? No. I mean, I heard Daisy Jones and the Six is really good, but mm. I probably won't read it now yeah. just because I can't, yeah. can't get behind it. First impression was too bad. Sorry, so. Taylor. 
Um, so there you go. There's uh, your cozy book corner. Brings us into the final drive. Steve, you want to go first or you want to go second? What do you think I'm going to go? I think... I think you're going to go first because wrong second. second okay, please. all right, yeah. <laughs> I'll go first, and I, I'm interested to hear yours because it's very adult. It seems like a very yeah, very like worst. we're adults, but now it's important. Topic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm I'm actually excited to say it to yeah, talk about. There you go, perfect. That, that's that's what matters. So mine is kind of the opposite. It's not very adult. In fact, it's actually more childlike, nostalgic. So this past weekend, uh, myself and a couple of my friends went to the Causeway Card Show, which is a sports card trading show. That was at Ooh, Big Night, fun. Big Night Live, right near TD Garden, and I've never cool. been to one of these before. But of course, I know Steve, you have been a big sports card collector in the past. Yeah, not in an extreme time. hobby way, but in a way that you've just accumulated them. And one yeah. one of our uh, fun fact stories is that we always used to send a, a, yeah. a baseball or sports card uh, in our envelope to our landlord when we would pay rent every month without fail. Yeah. The entire time I lived with Steve, always <laughs> there was a sports card that had to go in the rent yeah. and it was often topical if there was a reason to put um, yeah. that card in there. So it was like a calling card. It was, you know, exactly. you gotta have your thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, this was the first time that I had gone to an actual show and it was like it was very cool. So I mean they had all these tables there. Uh, in fact shout out to Matt Rodriguez who actually is like into this stuff and he was at one of the vendor tables. My friend Matt uh, he was one of the actual traders there that was like showcasing the cards that they have. And like you'd see these these cards and it's like They've got these all like in their in their cases and they're graded and like I saw one of the cards I saw was like a signature uh, signature Babe Ruth card that was uh, listed for sale for thirty five thousand dollars was in its case like with it was the a certificate it was, it was a, yeah it was a it was like a Babe cool. Ruth signature authentic signature on like a Babe Ruth card and it was whatever authenticated by what however they do the signature authentications and this one was like you know when you get sports card graded by like this agency that does like grading of the quality of the card, it was like a 10, like there's a scale of one to 10. Right. And so these cards that the are case, really hard to get. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, a 10 like Babe Ruth signature card that literally was $35,000. You could have walked in there and bought it for if you wanted to. And there was just tables and tables. There was probably like 50 tables of guys like selling their cards. And then some of them would just have like, you know, the bucket of like $1 cards. You could just look through and like, buy any cards you wanted so my friend James was with me and he went through a list and he found like a Luke Keekley like jersey patch card for like two cool. bucks and he was like I'm gonna I'm gonna or not sorry not two it was like 20 bucks or something but he was like I want that so like I'm gonna get that and it was just like a, it was very unique and it's like taking a childhood hobby and like seeing wow these people actually like sell cards for like six thousand dollars seven thousand dollars and like there's a market for it people want them yeah. like it's crazy so did you buy anything? I did not. Well, I bought a box of baseball cards. So, like, I didn't buy any, like, individual, like, you know, fancy cards. you buy cards. a box to hold and save? That's no, a, that's but that's, that's apparently too. what you do. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah. I might consider doing that at some point. That is just such a tease, though. It's so hard to, like, yeah. not open the box of cards, right? But that is, like, yeah. you know, imagine if you had bought a, a, a pack of baseball cards from, like, Shohei Otani's rookie year, right? Yeah. You, you literally sell that box 10 years from now on the hope that there's a Shohei rookie card in there. And, like, people will pay a lot for that box. So that is a that is a strategy too. But anyway, it was just like very interesting and cool. Like first look at like the actual like real side of it beyond just like hey, I got a bunch of cards like in a binder or in a box, cardboard box or something, right? So very cool. Car Causeway Card Show. If you're in Boston, I think they do it every year. So take a take a look at it next year and, and swing by and see see if if uh, if you like it. If you're into that kind of thing. So there you go. My final drive could not be more different than your <laughs> final drive. <laughs> 
Let's hear it. We've gotten the childhood stuff out of the way. Now and let's get down to business. I'm usually the, the childish yeah. one and you're yeah. the adult one. Um, Derek. Yeah. This is important. It People is. People need to know this. Do you know what an HSA account is? I do, yes, but not everybody listening probably does, so let's hear it. What? Tell me what you think it is. So basically, it's, so it stands for health savings account, I believe, and it's mm-hmm. uh, you basically can invest into an account that... Uh, creates your funds to be able to spend on medical bills like like so like like the amount the money you can use to pay for for health related things um right. we have one at my company but i i'm not like super like i don't like i use it but i haven't like dove deep into it so oh uh, you have the hsa i do have yeah. an hsa yes oh, okay so, good so but, yeah, but, yeah so you know. but a lot of people listening probably don't okay. know what they are so, so right well i did i had no idea we i was just like a classic sign me up for yeah. the basic <laughs> healthcare, employee healthcare, all good yep show up pay my copay some things aren't covered like it's just t- bullshit to be honest yeah, like right. health insurance is bs yeah um and ours went up a lot this year so you actually had to make a decision about if you're staying on the standard health insurance or you want this hsa account so an hsa account brand new i just just got it is awesome highly yeah. recommend for young people and obviously there's a drawback i'll say what it is but an hsa account it just takes, so if you have your regular insurance, it takes out of your paycheck pre-tax, and then you don't know where it goes, and then you get your health insurance, covers things, co-pays, whatever. Um, HSA account goes directly, instead, you just say, you know what, instead of that going nowhere towards my health insurance bill, I want it to go directly into an account. Mm-hmm. And you get a debit card, you get an HSA debit card. Do you have one? Yes. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, mine is like mixed with like also the transit. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, yes. It's like a benefits yeah. card. You get a card. Yeah. 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 You, can sp- you can use it like yeah. a credit card. Yeah. So you just get this prepaid card that you pay in. So you're, you're, you choose how much you pay into it. I max it out because you should max out most of the stuff mm-hmm. that your company offers. You can also invest that money. So the it's just going into account and in being invested. And as long as you spend that money eventually on healthcare bills, which is like, I literally, I no joke, today I, I used my HSA account for a massage because that's allowed. <laughs> right. You know, like anything. Yeah. You go to get vitamins at the store, yeah. HSA account approved. Like, it's just, if you don't have large medical expenses, an HSA account is great. Yeah. Like I was right. spending so much money just in not using my health insurance. Right. Or I'd go and still pay a copay and it would feel weird. Or you'd pay like, oh, we don't cover like non-preventative or this. Like it just became a mess. Yeah. And I didn't know what was covered, what wasn't. HSA is just like, here's my card. Mm-hmm. Take it out of the account. I know how much money's in it. All set. Mm-hmm. And I never, I've yet to obviously knock on wood, have a big expense, yeah. but like, Knowing you have that money set aside specifically for healthcare mm-hmm. and not being able to spend, like I don't spend that much on healthcare. Right. It's just such a relief. Right. Like I could just be like, oh, I need a cleaning. Or, yeah. Well, even though cleaning is covered by dental, but I need X, Y, or Z medical thing. Just need it. Yeah. Here, card. Here's right. my card. It's got $3,000 on it. This costs 1000 Cool. Right. Whatever. Right. I, I pay into it and it's going up pre-tax every month and it's invested. Yep. It's just really really good idea and then there's ways you can like beat the system where you you don't you can keep the receipts and pay out of pay cash and then yep like when you retire you get all the money out whatever yeah um right. so not taxed going in not taxed going out 
if you use it for medical expenses, unlike right. a retirement fund. Right, right. So when you're old and need a bunch of medicine, you'll have that money still, and yep. it's untaxed yeah. coming out. Yeah. Um, so truly, this is a another just like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a boring final drive. But if you don't have an no, HSA yeah. account and your company offers one and you're a young person listening to this podcast, I think it's a good idea. If you don't yeah. have large medical expenses. Right. It's because, definitely, yeah. 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 I mean- I finally feel like I'm in control of my healthcare, yeah. which is weird. Right. It's definitely suited for like young, healthy people that won't get slapped with a big bill, like you said. Right. But then the best part about it, like you were saying, year over year, it builds. Like you're not going to like, you, you don't sacrifice what you didn't use in the year. Like it continues to grow. Yeah. Like oh, until the time you retire, Forever. you got a bunch of money in there. Yeah. And like you said, then you can use that stuff when you will need to, to use it later in life. Right. So I think, I think it's a good move as well. So there you go. There you go. There's your final just drive. Just the dumbest but most tune important in next time drive. to talk about how you can do your taxes with us that'll be, yeah, that'll be exactly great. what has happened to us what's happening to me no uh, so that'll do it for episode 174 thank you to rob for joining for a good portion of the pod and doing a nice little hater alert thank you to andrew for the question that uh, almost boxed in boxed in steve but didn't quite uh, didn't quite pin him the way that you tried, but uh, nice try. That's it for 174, and we will see you guys next time on episode 175. Later days. <laughs>